Hi, everyone, and welcome along to another Giant Sisters podcast where I'm talking to phenomenal women. And today we have Tui Toho from the General Manager of Innovation Hub at Tapapa, which is Mahuki, which is one of the first um, culture based accelerators in the world. Um, now, Tui has a background in the grassroots of innovation. Tui, can you tell us a bit more about your career? It sounds very interesting. Thanks, Joe. Kia ora. Uh, yeah, so um, my career, um, I'll skip a bit of it, but started off actually working with exporters right. and um, helping companies into international markets. And uh, that was really rewarding work. And in particular, I got to work with a lot of uh, Māori, uh, big Māori primary um, businesses when they were in sort of in their infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of skipped from the big end of working with um exporters to the other end of working with startups right and what got me really excited about startups is actually um helping people who had an idea yes and they um and they wanted to see that idea come to fruition so um yeah so and what i do at the moment in mahuki it's papa's innovation hub so i have the coolest job in the world i basically work in new zealand's treasure house yeah and um anytime i'm feeling a bit low i just have to walk through the doors and there i am and amongst our nation's treasures but also amongst school children and cruise ship tourists (laughs) who just love just love what new zealand has to offer yeah that's so um yeah that's but um should i tell you a little bit about what mahuki is please do yeah, no, so we're, a, um, as you said, we're a culture accelerator and we focused on culture tech. Yeah. And by culture tech, we mean we, we deal with a lot of um, really amazing new technologies, things that are going to help us tell New Zealand's stories in new and exciting ways, yeah. like um, virtual reality, augmented reality. So we work with companies that are in that space, holograms, wow. gaming. Awesome. But then we're also interested in teams that can help us run our businesses better. Yeah. Um, for Tapapa, for instance, we're actually a huge business. Yes. And we actually are one of the biggest food and beverage companies operating in Wellington. Wow. And so um, we're really keen on, um, you know, like ideas that are actually going to help our business become better. Right. We're also interested in uh, learning innovation. Yep. So when you, our sector, culture tech, mm-hmm. is also sometimes referred to Glam or galleries, libraries, archives, museums. Right. And um, when you think about libraries and how they're at the forefront of um, actually learning spaces for children, maker spaces. Um, mm. Yeah, and then another area that we're really keen on is, um, is actually how we help iwi or Māori, Pacifica, Indigenous communities, yeah. all communities, actually how we help them preserve and protect and then share their own taonga with the world. Fantastic. So it's just a quick rundown. So it's so an accelerator is a business entrepreneurial program and then I've set that up and then I run that. Yes, fantastic. And like in terms of the power of intention, how did you design your life career path or did it just evolve? <laughs> yeah, um, no, a little bit of both. I think in, in all of our lives there's a little bit of luck yep. that comes along. Uh, but as I think Oprah said, you know, it's where luck meets preparation. Yeah. So um, I, I think what, what's guided me most is actually when I've had these sort of 
insights and I've gone, actually, this is something that I'm really passionate about. I really care about this. Yeah. And to give you an example, my career to start with was, was actually working in um, the Māori unit of the Ministry of Women's Affairs, right. an incredible place to work, mm. and I was um, in the health portfolio. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of that work, and it was really, really valuable work, but it was focused on... Um, you know, all the negative things, you know, mm. actually Māori woman dying early, mm. um, you know, lot, you know, poor health outcomes. Yes. And I thought, you know, this is valuable work, yes. but actually, um, personally, I'd like to be at the top of the cliff yes. and I'd like to be working in an area where um, I'm actually helping people maybe before they get sick. Right. Or, um, you know, and that's when I, then I started thinking, well, actually an area that I'd like think that would be really great is helping people to actually forge their own livelihoods mm. you know um, how could they create businesses how can they succeed economically yeah and so when you say the power of intention I think it was that I started to have those, those sort of thoughts and then I'd, then what it would happen is when you were sort of inquiring into that often opportunities come along yes or maybe they were there all along yeah. But you weren't seeing them because you weren't sort of tuned into them. Right, absolutely. And so, yeah, so a combination of those two things has always sort of meant that I've kind of had these great things come along and I've got, and I've been able to go, actually the, the main thing, I've been able to actually recognise that actually this is an opportunity and this is something I really want to go for. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what advice could you give to school leavers that want to get into the, working in the exciting space you're in, in the entrepreneurial field with VR and holograms and... Um, things. Are they, what would you suggest they do on the pathway forward? Yeah, well, the first thing is, um, you know, so I was talking to someone about it today, is that you don't have to know everything or be a master at everything to work in an area, be passionate about an area, or to succeed in an area. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, I don't know everything about virtual reality or virtual reality, and actually not, not many people do because they're all pretty full on. Mm. But, um, so, Actually, anyone can work in any space. Yeah. You just might work at a different part of it. Yes. Like me, I'm not the. I'm not going to be able to code you up a VR experience, but I'm the person that can help you turn that VR experience into a business. Yes. So never limit yourself by what you, skills you think you do or don't have. Mm. That's the first one. And then the second one I say is, is dream big. Yeah. So um, you know, and don't let your circumstances hold you back. Right. You know, um, if you looked at my circumstances, you know, you'd think, oh, you know, is she going to make it? <laughs> you know, right. well, we, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Yes. Um, no one else in my family had been to university. Not that, that going to university means, you know, means that that's the pathway to success. But, you know, so actually, um, and then being operating in this area, even with the business things I've done, I don't have a business degree. Yes. But I've never let that hold me back. Yeah. I've gone, you know, I'm really into this, I'm passionate about it, and I'm committed to trying to fill out all the gaps in the areas that I don't know. Mm, that's so that would be the second one. Right. Yeah. And um, in terms of embracing lessons, what challenges have you experienced that have shaped you the most to become the person you are? Um, so actually, I've just been delivering a workshop today, yes. and one of the things that I was saying to everyone is that um, we wish as human beings that the life lessons we get were unicorns on rainbows that came along and kissed us on the cheek. <laughs> and then we go, oh, thank you for that lesson. <laughs> yeah. And then, then it gave us a hug and it went away and we got it and everything turned out magically. Actually, some of the best lessons, the most powerful lessons come when actually you've been hit with a big Mack truck. Yeah. They work, they 
weren't nice lessons. They were they felt bad. They were hard lessons to learn. Yes. But actually, they really those that sometimes those are the ones that actually really made a difference. Yeah. So I guess the thing about making mistakes or um, learning lessons is that actually, firstly, don't don't beat yourself up. Mm. Everyone makes mistakes. Yes. For ages, I really would you know I was so hypercritical of myself. Just you know. Yes, understand. Learn from it. Yeah. yeah, and then the second part is is also you know like you know take the learning, mm. you know actually that you know that wasn't a pleasant experience. I could have done better, but now I know, and you know they won't get me twice. Excellent. <laughs> well, yeah. that's my philosophy. Yes. Look for more. Look for more Big Mac trucks, and hope that more uniform unicorns on rainbows come your way. Absolutely, but that's great. If you're far between. <laughs> True. So, um, Tui, you're, you're very passionate. You know, you feel like, like you know your purpose and your why proposition for yourself. What, what would you, how would you put that into a sentence for us? Um, oh, you're putting me on the spot now. But I think, so a long time ago, I decided that my, actually my, my purpose was on strong and powerful leadership committed to making a difference. Yes. And then, um, and so I always look for those differences. And, and the thing about having a purpose statement like that is that sometimes I don't feel that way. In fact, most of the time I don't feel that way. But then I go, well, but hang on, who are you? Yes. Well, I'm strong and powerful leadership committed to making a difference. Yes. And I think, but I think the other part to that is that, is that in terms of a purpose, the, there's one skill or aspect of ourselves, and I think it really applies to women, that we don't... Um, think about too often and that is our instinct yes our intuition and actually women are incredibly intuitive incredibly instinctive and it's mm. really 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 valuable in my space as being an entrepreneur yes so a lot of the stuff I do with people I just say you know like actually what's your gut telling you mm. you know what, how are you reading the situation because you know if you're an entrepreneur or an innovator you're often having to be really agile and yeah. having to move quickly yes. and um, sometimes even on the spot. So I think something that, um, that I, I would really say for people is to really, really, you know, pay attention to your inner voice yes. because actually it's, it's a muscle and you can develop it and it's powerful. That's fantastic advice. Um, and in terms of uh, influential role models or, um, you know, figures out there, sheroes and heroes, who have been your inspirational um, figures that you've, that have helped inspire yeah. you? So there are two that I, that I often think about. The first one is one of my early managers and her name was Brenda Tahi. Yeah. And she was my manager when I was at the Ministry women's affairs and she was a phenomenal she is a phenomenal lady yes. so she um incredibly bright she's been chief executive of large government agencies yes. she's also um, been based in the ruatahuna um, forest you know running ecotourism and honey yeah. ventures you know Babe. and um but what i love about brenda is that she was like a big mac truck for me right. um she used to tell us you know you're here to do a job for maori woman you know, you've got to get over your own concerns about that, power up and get out there and do your job. Yeah. And so she was the one that really instilled in me that, that actually my purpose is bigger than me, yes. it's bigger than my concerns about myself. Yes. So I, I you know, she was the first one. Fantastic. And then the second one is actually uh, Parikura Horamea. Yes. You know, so he was the, um, you know, he's passed on now, but he was the former Minister of Māori Affairs. 
And why I choose Parikura is that um, he was deeply, still is, deeply loved yes. by our Māori people throughout the country. So he was he was the minister yes. and he did a lot of good work, um, did a lot of really amazing job creation things, yes. but he was really grassroots mm. and he never forgot where he was from. He's yes. incredibly humble, and he would do absolutely anything to help anyone. And um, so I always try to, every now and again, I think about him. I think about his amazing love mm. and humility. And that's what I think is also so amazing about New Zealand yes. leadership. Yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, are there any new projects and innovations that you have coming up in 2018 that you could share with us? So we are actually, do you mean for teams or do you mean um, programs that Mohiki are running? Yeah, either, either, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, so a really exciting program that um, my team is going to be running is that um, one of the things that, that we want to do is we actually want to help grow the next generation of um, entrepreneurs and innovators. So we're going to be running um, a, a program, just a short program, yes. and we're calling it Magnitude 7. Oh, great. So magnitude, yeah, so magnitude is not just how you measure earthquakes, it's also how you measure the brightness of stars. Wow. So at magnitude 6, you can still see a star with the naked eye. Wow. But at magnitude 7, you can't. Right. So the idea is it's actually seeing beyond seeing what others can't see. Right. And it also um, speaks to, you know, all of our ancestors, you know, from the islands, you know, yes. Māori, Pacifica, and and actually, um, you know, uh, European, is that actually they sailed huge distances, yes. you know, with not a lot of technology. Absolutely, yes. with their, They did it with their instinct, with their knowledge, with the way in which they could read the sea, natural yeah. environment, the way in which they read the stars. And so um, we're putting together this program around those concepts. But um, we're going to be talking about how do you design great experiences, how to use technology. Um, you know, so it has a real business grounding as well. So that's a really exciting thing that's coming out that you should look out for. Absolutely. And um, people can find out information on um, the department. Um, so Magnitude 7 isn't up yet. It'll yep. be up soon. You're but fine. you can find it on our Mahuki website, mahuki. I think that's mahuki.org. Okay. Yep. I'll, look, I'll find out and we'll include that in this um, in this link for everyone. Um, and sort of finally, Tui, as we reflect on New Zealand's 125-year anniversary of suffrage, what are your thoughts on the current status quo in New Zealand and around the world for life and opportunities for women and girls? Yeah, I, um, you know, there's, there's always more that could be done, but actually doesn't it feel like we live in just, you know... I, I always feel like I'm, I'm so grateful to have been born in New Zealand. Me too. This is the land of opportunity. Agree. It's Possibility Island. And um, for women, more so. You know, um, we get, you know, yeah, there's, there's lots of things that, that could be improved. But actually, you know, the, the chances of going on to lead our country here or be the chief judge or yes. head of opposition, all of those things, that's really possible here. I think it's more possible here than anywhere else in the world. So, yeah. actually, I'm really excited. Good. I'm really excited about the future. That's great. And I love your possibility island. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today, Tui. And um, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you.